It is Chafdal at Sivan, Tavshin Pei Beis, the 24th of Sivan, 5782, here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where this week's parsha in Chutzlar, it's his parsha Shlach, and the daf today is going to be Yavamas Daf Kavchasas, Yavamas Daf 108. And in this issue of Inyana Diyomi, the connection that we will be exploring between our parsha and the daf appears in none other than the mitzvah of Chala, which is also referred to as a truma. Among the different topics discussed in Parsha Shlach, although perhaps the main topic is the Chetam Araglim, Shlach is also very well known for the mitzvah of Tzitzis, but there are other narratives and mitzvahs embedded in the Parsha. Among them we have the mitzvah of Chala, which once again is a truma, an uplifted portion that is given to the Kohen, Chala is also referred to as Reishas Arisasechem, the first of your dough. We know that our bread at the Shabbos table, we refer to it as Chala, coming from this mitzvah, the mitzvah of Chala, once again, a piece of dough that is separated and given to the Kohen. And a question to consider is why, among all the other topics in Parsha Shlach, do we find this mitzvah of Chala? That's one question to think about, which we'll hopefully return to. But another question to think about is where, of course, this appears in our daf. So we mentioned that Chala is referred to as a truma. And the truth is that truma appears several times throughout Masechus Yavamos in different permutations. But there's a unique permutation that we find in our daf this week, in daf Kovchas. Now, usually the question of truma appears in the Gemara when we are discussing the marriage status of a particular woman. Namely, if a woman marries a Kohen, then like a Kohen who could partake of Truma, she too can partake of Truma. Now let's say she was a Bas Kohen, the daughter of a Kohen. So she too can partake of Truma as long as she's living in her father's house and as long as she herself marries a Kohen. But if she marries outside the family of Kahuna, she marries Israel, then she can no longer partake of Truma. So this is the general format in which we find the Indian of Truma in the Gemara Nivamus. But the permutation that we find in our daf today is in the Indian of Mion. Mion is a very interesting topic. It literally means refusal. And Mion refers to refusal to a marriage. When we have a minor girl who would normally be married off by her father and be a full-fledged marriage, let's say she's orphaned from her father. She only has a mother or she has an older brother, so her mother or brother can also marry her off. However, it's only a rabbinic marriage. She is rabbinically married, and this marriage is actually in abeyance until she becomes an adult. And what she's able to do is, with him, while she's married to this man, so to speak, she could actually engage in an act of mion which is a refusal of the marriage, which actually uproots the marriage retroactively at the point that she refuses this man. Now, what we find is in Kuf Ches, the Gemara refers to Rebbe Lazar, who is known to hold the most consistent, albeit extreme, position when it comes to this mion, this marriage refusal. Once again, for a minor girl who's married off by her mother or brother, when she retroactively refuses and uproots the marriage afterwards. The Gemara discusses what happens if she was a Bas Kohen to begin with. The Gemara says very interestingly, Amar Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda says the name is Shmuel, I 
went after to look after all the different positions of the Chachamim below Matzasi Adam Shehishva Midosa Viktanik Rabbi Elazar. I saw no man who completely equates, who is consistent in his understanding, in his measurement, in his position when it comes to a katana, a young girl, like Rabbi Elazar. Why? And then the Gemara proceeds to give a, a depiction of, um, from Rabbi Elazar, how Rabbi Elazar depicted this girl in her refusal. What happened? Shasar Rabbi Elazar, the way Rabbi Elazar depicted it, she is going on a stroll with this with this man, her husband, in the courtyard, and she gets up from his bosom, as it were. Rashi says, just after having relations with him, she, um, she immerses in a mikvah, and then, and of course, after she engages in the refusal, and she goes to this tevila, she immerses, so she's no longer impure, and what happens? She's able to consume truma by the evening time. What is being communicated here? That through the refusal, she has completely uprooted the marriage such that, unlike a regular Bas Kohen who marries a Yisrael, and from the time that she marries the Yisrael, it does not matter what happens afterwards. Once she's engaged in the relations with this man, she is, no, she is not able to go back and eat truma. She has officially left her father's house. Not so by this young girl. This young girl, she's completely uprooted the marriage, and we do not care about the relations that she had with this man. She's able to go back and eat herself a nice piece of challah if she wants. That's where the Gemara discusses the union of truma today. But once again, the question of why challah even appears in our parsha to begin with. So there actually happens to be an art scroll sefer about challah, and this uh, sefer um, refers to a couple of the mafarshim that we find in our parsha. Among them is the Svarno. And the Svarno um, explains how challah is actually connected back to the Chetamaraglim. There are a couple of Mepharshim, um, the Ramban and the Ibn Ezra, who explain that some of the mitzvahs that we find in the aftermath of the Chetamaraglim are to demonstrate that even though um, we, did, we committed the Chetamaraglim, which made it seem like a very long sentence of us not being able to enter Israel, so for example, Hashem gave us the mitzvah of Nesachim and Menachos that accompany the Karbanos to show us that we will eventually enter Israel, we will get to offer Karbanos. And perhaps that's one of the explanations for Chala. However, the Svarno explains that it's more than that, um, but actually it's a new necessity that we have because of the Chet HaMaraglim. Says the Svarno, This mitzvah of, of uplifting the Chala and giving it to the Kohen, this was instituted after the Chet HaMaraglim, because Although Eretz Yisrael should naturally give bracha, but now we have to do the mitzvah of challah to assure that we be ro'or, that we be proper for a bracha to be chal on us in our houses. That the, the idea being that through the mitzvah of challah, we bring a blessing into our house, a blessing that we now need because of the chetan raglam. Ke'amru, as the Svaru continues, v'reishas tarisa seicham titnu la'kohen, you give the first of your dough to the kohen l'haniach brachel abeisecha. This is based on the pasuk in Yecheskel, Perak Mem Dalad, Pasuk Lamid. Uh, which explains this idea um, um, explicitly. 
Um, uh, so the, 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 you have to give the trimmer to the Kohen, and then you'll get a bracha on your house. V'chein Eliyahu, and he says, similarly, we find by Eliyahu in the Navi, in Malachim Aleph, Perak Yud Zion, what happens? So Asi, um, he says to the woman, Asi li misham uga, he says, make for me a cake, katana, a small one, barishona, v'hotseisi li, he says, bring it out to me. And what's going to happen? And then there's going to be a bracha in the household. So the point is that the mitzvah of challah enables us. In the aftermath of the Chet Maraglim, um, 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 the mitzvah now can help us make sure that we always have um, a blessing in our houses. And of course, although challah is only chayv in Eretz Yisrael, and the we have the Durabanan mitzvah of challah wherever we are, even in Chutzla Aretz. And so this is a way to make sure that even in the aftermath of the Chet Maraglim, we're able to have challah and therefore able to have bracha in our homes. Another um, um, explanation we find in the Tzror Hamor, um, Rabbi Avraham Saba, and he explains in his Sefer Tzror Hamor a very similar um, concept that we uh, illustrated in our special Shavuos show, where we talked about the emphasis on Bikurim. So Chala is another form of of an up an uplifted food that we give them we give the first right bikurim is the first and similarly challah is the first so what exactly does the tzor hamor have to say about the relevance of challah so he explains just like we mentioned earlier the institution of the nesachim the wine libations that accompany the karbonos so the tzor hamor connects that back to the sin in the Chetamaraglim that had to do with grapes. Right? The Torah tells us that it was Yimei Bikurei Anavim. It was actually the time of the Bikurei Anavim when the, uh, when the grapes were becoming ripe, when the first of the grapes were coming out. And we know the giant grapes that the Maraglim, eight of them, carried back to, Eretz, um, uh, to, uh, back to the Midbar from Eretz Yisrael, the cluster of grapes. Because they sin with the grapes, they can now make a tikkun, they can rectify with the Nesachim. And then continues the Tzor HaMor with the Indian of Chala. And what does he say when it comes to Chala? Says the Tzor HaMor, Ulefisha kol zehara. And because all of this bad, this evil, Balahem mitzad Sahara, it came from the Sahara, Shinikra Saor Shebe Isa, which is referred to, as we mentioned in previous podcasts, it is referred to as the yeast in the dough. So the dough represents the Sahara. Vu Bilbal Bakana Arisa Sameh He takes, um, he, or sorry, the Isa Sam, he takes the, uh, the, the dough. And he mixes it up, and he, he makes it chametz. So samach miad ba'achal chamelechem ha'aretz. So right now the the Torah um, jumps and it tells us about what's going to happen when we try to eat the lechem in the land. You have to. The first thing that you have to do with this challah is give it to Hashem, give it to the Kohen. To remember what the Sa'or Shabisa, what the Sahar did to us in the times of the Miraglim. We have to remember that. And how do we remember that? We do that by giving Chala and by giving the first to, to Hashem. Who Satan, who Sahara, Hanikra Rishon Vadmoni, the the Sahara in another place in Tanakh is referred to as the Rashis and the Admoni references to Asav, um, which we find um, in, uh, in other places in Chazal. But Teshuvah El Hashem, and says that Sarah Mora, through this you should return to Hashem. 
So when it comes to the wine, we don't just drink um, the, the negative form of wine, or we don't just eat the negative form of bread. When you give the truma to Hashem, it's a truma for the generations. We won't be like the generation that strayed from Hashem like our forefathers did in the Chet HaMaraglim. Thus, we rectify for the Chet HaMaraglim by giving the first of our challah to Hashem, by taking the Eight Sahara, as it were, and we take the best part, we justify our material lives by giving the first to Hashem, an Indian, which once again we spoke about when we came to Shavuos. And perhaps we could finish uh, with, uh, maybe we might think of as an original mushal, Bederech uh, Drush, Bederech Agada, that Chala and Bikurim, we've mentioned in the past, similar to the Torah itself and similar to the Bnei Israel, we are all referred to as racist. Um, can either refer to the mitzvah of Chala Hashem created the world Hashem created the world for Torah Hashem created the world for us the Bnei Yisrael so in a certain sense perhaps the children of the Dordea connecting back to our Daf right? the children of the Dordea the, the, the children of the generation that was in the Midbar we were perhaps like an orphaned minor right? our forefathers uh, passed away in the Midbar for the 40 years that we were struggle, that we were or we were wandering, so we were like an orphaned minor Bas Kohen, and we were married off to a strange man. Maraglim, think of the Maraglim as that strange husband, and none of whom were Kohanim. But all this took place when we entered that gullus. We were stuck in that gullus like a, like a, a young minor girl stuck in a marriage. And we have the choice, like that minor girl, to either remain married, to stay in that gullus. Or we have the option of miyun. We can refuse it, and we can partake of the truma, as it were. We can be Hashem's mamlechas kohanim when we enter Eretz Yisrael once again, and we can take part in that chala, the reishas arisaseichem. We are we are the reishas of Hashem. We are Hashem's priestly nation, and we can partake if we only choose to refuse the galus that we are in. And be'ezras Hashem to return to Eretz Yisrael. We should be zocha. Thank you for joining us here at the database.